The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I am your host, Raider Greg, hoping you had a great Christmas and got all the goodies that you asked for under the tree. Hopefully, they were all silver and black. I'm telling you, man, don't give up on your team. I know it's easy to. The media love for the Raider Nation to fold up and go away, but it ain't happening because we have a chance to be spoilers in the NFL for the hated New York Jets. That's Tommy. The New York Raiders going to be at that game. We know for sure. Hopefully, he will send us some pictures of a Raiders victory. So, without further ado, let's move on to... Show 122. Yeah. Yeah. Oaktown. Do you know about my city? Oaktown. The city of Oak. Oaktown. Oh, don't you know? Oaktown. Do you know about my city? Oaktown. The city of Oak. Oh, don't you know? Now let's take a little trip down memory lane. Today's show, of course, post game for the Chiefs or the Chefs embarrassing show, the 20 to 9 thumping we took uh, from the Kansas City Chefs. What a terrible game, other than the crowd. It was a great game. Shell. He's outgunned. He's getting on the heat. He's in the hot seat. We're going to talk about Shell. We're also going to talk about where do we go now? Where do we go now? And, of course, the Jets pregame and comments forum section coming right at you. So without further ado, let's get into, well, you know what? Let me get in some shouts out right now because, of course, I didn't get all my shouts out on the other the last podcast we did, so let's do it now. Shouts out to Robert Moorhead. I want to say a special thanks and a shout out to you being the furthest one from the Red Nation podcast, the furthest run from the Coliseum, and you are a diehard fan. You and your whole family. If you guys go to the Frapper Ramp, you'll see Robert Moorhead's picture, his kids. Um, they had a, a camper that was all cratered out. This guy is true blue, silver, and black. Man, he's awesome. He always posts. He's got great takes. Uh, he's all over the boards, and it's great to see you, and it's great to hear from you. Robert Moorhead, thank you for being a great fan. John Miriam, hey, man, I saw your website. I saw your, your pictures of the, the tailgate. You're getting your, your tickets. It was a great memory. Uh, we had a great time at that game. I just want to wish you and yours a very, 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 merry, merry, happy, happy. And the mystery man and his son from Montana, who happened to be of the opposing team. I don't even want to say it, but uh, I didn't get your name. I was in the middle of doing my tailgate thing. I should have stopped and written it down, but I did not in my haste and waste. I want to thank you for stopping by the uh, Raider Nation podcast tailgate and uh, and saying hi and uh, checking it out and having a beer with us. So I appreciate you showing up, and that was nice to see you. Okay, so let's get into the post-Chiefs embarrassment because it's going to be very short and sweet. Or not so sweet because we got punked. Now, as all of you know, I didn't make it to that game, but I sure did see it uh, on the TV. I was at my mom. She was at the hospital. There's a whole lot of things happening this holiday season for Raider Greg. But mom's doing okay, but she went to the uh, ICU for a day or so. And 
That was right during that time of the game. And long story short, I spent my uh, my football day up there with my mom. Uh, Christmas, it was it was nice. But I just want to say I did see the game. I saw the throng of fans. The Coliseum looked good, man. You guys packed the house. And I noticed some of the boards. I had some people thanking the Raider Nation for the cheap tickets. Some people are paying 20 bucks for a seat and a black hole. I mean, I can't believe that the that seats were going so cheap. But I'm so happy and proud of the fact that you filled it up. And that is cool. I wish I could have been there to see it. But I did see it. On the TV, they kept making these pan shots of the Coliseum, and it was packed. It was good to see, and it was nice to see the nation there representing, even though the team, or at least the offense, didn't show up anyway. 20-9. to What an embarrassment. I can tell you this. It looked all about the follies that we've had all season long. It looked very, very, uh, what can I say, pedestrian. Uh, as far as offense goes, Walter showed nothing more than he showed before, although Art Shell said he did some great things. I certainly didn't see great things from him. I didn't see as many mistakes, really. Five turnovers. You know, you cannot win a game with five turnovers. I don't give a crap. Johnny Morant was playing great ball. I'd love to see him in there. It was good to see him. He is a great receiver. Keep an eye on him. Ronald Curry continued his throng as far as a dominant wide receiver. I think we got a great core there. As far as picking up wide receivers in the draft, I don't think we need any. We need some running back. Justin Fargus did make some strides, but we don't have the power back we need as a team that we are supposed to be the big, the bad, the silver and black. And if Art Shell wants his team to be noticed when they come in the stadium, we better get ourselves a running back like Bo Jackson or Marcus Allen to make everybody turn around and notice the Raiders. The Chiefs game, it was hard to watch, man. It was one shot in the foot after another, man. I, these guys got to be tired. They must have no toes left on their feet because I'm telling you, we've been shooting ourselves in the foot so much, it got me nothing left but a stub. I'll tell you right now, the Raider... The Raider offense is anemic and brutally poor. I don't know if that's because now the individual members of the team, it could possibly be the media's skeptical uh, appraisal of Shell's season. I'm going to go over that in a little bit, but, you know, it has to be something to do with coaching, and I'll go over that as well because I totally think that coaching has a whole lot more to do with this than the players at this point in the season what do you expect like i said before the raiders have folded up tent and they're going home the chiefs handled us the chiefs manhandled us and that's all i got to say about that they did it in our house uh, at least they didn't you know come up with a big fat zero goose egg which would have been mostly embarrassing but, uh, you know, three field goals is not going to make it. You know, we needed all three of those to be touchdowns. At least we would have had a fighting chance. We could never do anything all season in that frickin' red zone. Our offense is pitiful. And uh, I must say that, in my opinion, it has everything to do with the coaching and less, a lot less to do with the players, even though Randy Moss is a punk-ass biatch, along with his sister, Jerry, they both are, you know, worthless as far as I'm concerned. However, with a decent offensive scheme, we have receivers that can make things happen. We don't have it. I believe personally that the Chiefs exposed, again, our weak run defense. 
uh, with Larry Johnson making his way all over us. That's all I got to say about the Chiefs game. Uh, the one good thing about this game is we get to see him again next year twice, and hopefully we can embarrass their ass and send them home with a big fat zero. I remember those days, and they are far, far from now. Okay, Art Shell. Art Shell on the hot seat. Everybody's talking about Art Shell losing his job. Now, everybody but Art Shell. Now he goes to say he goes on to say that he is not been guaranteed a position with the Raiders. He goes on to say that uh Al Davis has not promised him anything. But as far as Art Shell is go- concerned, I don't know who is saying that Art Shell was a great coach. He wasn't a great coach. Even back in the 90s, he wasn't a great coach. He didn't do anything great. Uh, back then, did we go into any Super Bowls with Shell? How many Super Bowls did we go to with Shell? Enough to call him great? He is He's a horrible coach. And that, that my opinion is he's just not a good coach. Um he didn't have a great winning record, and when he did, he had Bo Jackson and Marcus Allen in the lineup. How could you not have a winning season with both those guys and a decent quarterback? It, it is. We should have gone and won Super Bowls when he was coaching a team the last time, and, of course, we had the Walsh factor, which didn't help us at all. The way he ha- handled the Jerry Porter situation along with the Randy Moss situation, I mean, please... Like I've said before, he should have smoothed over the Jerry Porter deal, made him play football. He should have not made him. He should have finessed his way into making him play football. That is a great coach. But it did not happen. Um, Now, as far as Archell not going down swinging, yeah, well, (laughs) he, he may go down drooling or sleeping like he does in the sidelines, not swinging. Now, when I see Shell on the sidelines, I see him stand there with his hands across his chest, looking stoic. I never see him going to the players. I never see any type of encouragement. I don't see a whole lot of, of, of animation as far as what's happening on the field is concerned. That's not the way he is. Some people will say he's like Landry. Landry went to many Super Bowls, and he stood there with his arms folded. Okay, well, I'll have to buy into that. But... I think in this NFL, in this this day and age, you have to be more of a coach that shows something because when your team is taking a hit going down and you just stand there with nothing to say, I, I personally love the Gruden years. I love seeing Chucky. I love the emotion. He, he spat out exactly what the fans were thinking, and it was honest and it was real. I don't think Shell has it. I think that the uh, miscues along all the way down to throwing the red, not throwing the red flag or throwing the red flag at the wrong time. He has been out of the game way too long. And the long ball offense, the way it stands, the way he sees it, is a dinosaur. We must get rid of it. We must step into the 21st century at least and try to get something rolling here and make some changes in this offense to give it a, some more punch. 
That's not to say that we don't need players. We do need players. We need running backs. We need tight ends. We need an offensive line, for crying out loud. However, that does not excuse the fact that we continue to go to the seven-step drop and still with this game we just played. You cannot take the long ball. You cannot do that. John Shoup has willfully failed. Like I said, we had he had till the end of the season to make things happen, and he hasn't done anything more than Tom Walsh. You can't make chicken salad out of chicken shit, and that's what he's trying to do. You cannot change the system right now in the, in the last throws of the season uh, to make things happen. Art Shell. You know, he was a great offensive lineman. I respect him for being a great Raider. I know that he has a great heart. I know that he has all good intentions for this organization. But he cannot coach. He cannot lead. And he cannot do anything to improve the winning record of this team because he cannot call an offense. How can you, as a head coach, you know, for me, my money, I want to have a coach that can call an offense. I want to have a coach that can make it happen right there. If something happens, he should be able to make a change in the offense. It's not happening for Shell. Shell doesn't do much but stand there and watch things happen before his very eyes. Shell should step out or step up, and they should hire a real coach to make this team happen. Now, our, our opponents, the Jets, Mangini. Now, that coach came into a losing franchise, and it's lost several years in a row, and took it, and in one season, turned it around, and they're almost going to the playoffs as a wild card. To me, that is a coach, a coach that can take a team that was failing and turn it around and make it happen is the kind of coach that the Oakland Raiders need right now desperately. Will we get it? Will anybody want the coach the Raiders? That's what people are saying, and I say, bullshit. There are plenty of players, there's plenty of coaches out there that want to come to the Raiders and make it happen. It is up to Al Davis, and of course, I don't know if Mike Lombardi's staying or not. I don't know if Art Shell's staying or not. For my money, like I said, they both should be gone. But those two can't live in the same bag. It's like two cats that hate each other in the same house. It doesn't make a nice house. So, um, I must say, Shell, in my opinion, should not coach next season. If he does get the nod to coach, it will be a brutal season, a brutal season. Because whoever takes on the offensive coordination job, and if they give it to shoot, well, I'll tell you what, we'll be having fun in the parking lot next season because that's about all that we'll have because we'll be going nowhere and I don't give a rat's ass who we hire or as far as who we get in trade, who we get in the draft. It won't make a freaking bit of difference because the problem with the Raiders from the first day was the coach. And Art Shell's poor decision to hire Tom. I haven't been in the NFL for all of 20 years, it seemed like, but 12 years at least, Walsh. Um the mayor broke back Idaho. You guys know how I feel about that geek and his ability to stand by that guy and not see for the good of the team that he had to make that change is absolutely should be the last nail in his coffin. Because as a fan, I'm talking about winning. 
the Raider Nation talks about winning. Art Shell, with his rhetoric, is talking about in his last little speech he had here, staying the course and how he's not going to let someone else dictate how he does his job. It sounds just like George the village idiot Bush and his deal here with Iraq. I'm not buying it. Shell better go to go to being a politician because as far as I'm concerned, he is a poor coach, great politician, stay the course, my ass. The course has sent us right down the shitter, and I'm tired of being here. We've been here too long for losing, and I'm not talking about mediocre losing. I'm talking about losing seasons. Bad seasons. Uh, the Jets are the Jets are calling us a bye week. If you can believe that. Now is that what the Raiders have come down to? I lay this right where it has to go. Art Shell. Art Shell needs to take responsibility for the losing season and step down. That would be my suggestion for Art because his rhetoric about how we have to stay the course is bullshit. So, I don't know. I know there's a lot of Art Shell lovers out there. There's a lot of guys that love Art Shell. I respect Art Shell and I respect Al Davis, but it doesn't mean that I have to like what they do. And it doesn't mean that I have to like the way Art Shell is quote unquote coaching. I don't think he's coaching well. I think he's probably one of the poorest coaches in the NFL. And it shows by his record, A, by his inability to make decisions for the best betterment of the team, B, and his poor communication with his players, C. Those things all should lead Art Shell either out the door or some cushy job up in the office where he has nothing to do with the operations of the team. Sorry, but that's my feel. And I'm actually not sorry because that's the way I'm telling it. Um, Art Shell next year, if he's our coach, we're in trouble. That's all I got to say about that. Where do we go now? Where do we go? Where do we go? Where do we go now? Yep, where do we go now? Well, let me let me tell you. Uh, we need old linemen. We need a bunch of old linemen. Some people are talking about having Gruden come back because him and Bruce Allen are both on thin ice in Tampa Bay. I would love to see that happen, and I would love to see us get a new general manager and a coach, both together working in concert to make a team that is competitive, at the very least a 500 team. If we don't make a big change in the front office, and I mean quick, and I mean like right now, uh, you know, our owner, Al Davis, bless his soul, likes to take all the time in the world and pontificate about the next coaching job until we're all the way into the draft. This will not do. We don't have time for that. He needs to make a decision, and I mean like yesterday, on this coaching position because <laughs> it ain't going to happen. Now, as far as people calling for the West Coast offense, I don't believe that Al Davis will ever want the West Coast offense. People are talk, talking about that. That's why I don't think Gruden will end up back in a Raiders uniform. That's why Archell might go ahead and have the same doggone uh, offense next season, which is brutally wrong. Now, 
Ron Wolf was the man who set this team up to begin with. And uh, Al Davis has had it since and has done some things, but has really never put it back on top like it used to be. So, what are we doing? We're throwing around the name of Calvin Johnson, Dwayne Jarrett. But no one knows about that guy, but he's a pretty cool guy. Dwayne Jarrett, 39 TDs uh, in only three seasons. We should take a look at him. We need a running back. We need defensive tackle. We don't need a defensive end because we got some pretty good ones. And we need an offensive lineman in this draft. Anything else is a waste of time. We don't need good receivers. We have good receivers. We would need a quarterback, I think, if we can handle a good running back, then the, the quarterbacks we have should be okay. However, we're losing to Yasusopo this season, so we must pick up a quarterback somewhere. Where? I'm not sure. Now, the Brady Quinn situation is wrong. You know, Brady Quinn out of Notre Dame is not a good quarterback. I think he's a Rick Meyer, and I would stay as far away from him as I possibly could. Smith would be a much better quarterback if we can get him, if we can afford to. Of course, we'll have to do some great magic with free agents. Now, I don't know about that either because of the front office with such a mess. Ugh, I don't even want to think about it. But here's some things to think about. The Vikings are talking about trying to get Randy Moss back for a fifth-round pick. I think in a negotiation, we can bump it up to a third round and make it good and get him the hell out of here and maybe stick Jerry Porter, that biatch, in his suitcase and send him along the way. Now, running back Larry Johnson is feuding with the Chiefs over his contract because they're stuck and they won't give him an extension, if you can believe that, because he's one of the top backs in the NFL. I think we should swoop in and pick up Larry Johnson right away from the Chiefs, stick him so that he can stick the Chiefs like Marcus Allen stuck it to us for all those years. That, I think, would be a great, great, great thing. I think we could snog Gonzalez because he's on, on his way out and they're not going to give him an extension either. But if, if we take Gonzalez, he's sure to tutor John Madsen, who is a great tight end, who has all the potential in the world, and I think that that kid could go somewhere with a decent offensive line. we got all kinds of things we can talk about, but those are the things I'm thinking about. That's how I think our team should go, but all is speculative right now in the front office. If we had a solid front office and a solid coach, we would only be talking about draft choices. We do not. We are a team that is just like a fish on the dock, flopping around with no direction. Like Sean from the Raider Tank says, we need to see the direction of our team. What direction are the Raiders going to go in? Are they going to stay with the long ball offense? Are we going to try to break into the the 21st century and work an offense like the Steelers had if we can get some brute running strength. If we did, we'd be okay. You can see what happened to the Steelers when they lost Bettis. They lost their power, lost their power running game, and Roethlisberger looked like anybody else on the field that didn't do very well this season. He got sacked. He got pummeled, even by us. They lost to the Raiders, the 2-13 and 13 Raiders. So... What I'm saying here is it not may not necessarily take a, a new quarterback, even though we will have to get one. Um, but I do say this. Our running game and our offensive line get, play must improve. 
those are the two biggest problems um, that we have to address if we're going to make any progress. Other than that, the front office better get it together. Al Davis needs to make some moves to show confidence, show the nation, the Raider nation, the confidence in the team. He cannot wait around till the last second to hire somebody or fire somebody. These decisions should have been made two weeks ago. And I'll tell you right now, the way it looks in the history of Al Davis, it won't be. And we'll be looking to find out who our coach is going to be uh, two weeks before the draft. That's kind of what's been happening with our Raiders. I hope it's not the case. I hope we do find a great coach. Um, they did let go of Jim Mora Jr. He's going to be leaving uh, the Falcons. Now, he's got a different kind of offense there as well, which could suit the Raiders. I wouldn't mind not trying Jim Mora Jr. out. I think he's a pretty good guy. Um, I think he's done well. I don't think he's been given all the tools, but... You know, that's just my my opinion. If he comes to the Raiders, he might do some good things here because he's not a West Coast offense guy. He's a sharp coach. He's had an opportunity. And if Al gives him the reins, maybe something can happen. Who knows? Long story short, something needs to change up top or we're going to be stuck in the gutter for a very long time to come. Like I said before, if Art Shella is our coach, we will be nothing but a laughing stock once again for another season. Hate to say it, but it's true, Raider Nation. You gotta look at the truth, baby. And you gotta gotta laugh because you know it's all the tears are definitely gone <laughs> right now. If we're talking draft choices uh, the last game. Actually we've been talking in the last three games before the end of the season. <sighs> I am pissed. The J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets. Yeah, you know what? They can take the Jets and crash them mofos. They're 9-6, and six, though. They came out of the gutter that they were in last season with Mangini, and they're in a wild card berth right now. They have to beat the Raiders to make it happen, and I hope we can spoil them because that's what we need to do. Now, of course, if we win the game, it doesn't mean they're totally out of the picture, but it sure does put a big crimp in their style. I'd love to see it happen. Their last game, they played the Dolphins, which actually aren't too bad of a team. They're a very good defensive team. they got a great defense, but they were 0-0 at the half, which means their offense is almost as anemic, almost, I said, as the Raiders. Their passing game is what they lean on. And what they lean on most are screens. I saw more screens happen against the Dolphins than I've ever seen happen against any other team. The Jets do screens very well with Leon Washington and Kevin Barlow, the ex-49er. Watch for them to rip the crap out of us because they will be screening left and right. 14 passes, 14 for 29, 237 yards, painting put down. And I'll tell you, that's what happens. They're going to work us over. As far as the run goes, they're going to try to put uh, Kevin Barlow on us, and I don't think he's going to be able to carry the load. He might, but I don't think so. I think our defensive line will be able to hang. I, as far as the Raiders are concerned, I think the Raiders need to 
beat these guys, even though if we lose or win, it doesn't matter. Everyone who's saying that the Raiders need to win this game to get that last draft pick, I'll tell you right now, it's bullshit. So look for Pennington. Look for Pennington to throw the ball often and well. They'll try to put the, the they'll try to put the ball on the ground first, but Pennington is going to do those screens. It's going to kill us. If they can, if we can keep the ball from going underneath, we should be fine. We haven't been able to do that all season. I don't see how we're going to stop it now. The Raiders, as far as our offense is concerned, we need to just run the damn ball. If we can run the ball, and I mean run good, we can take care of these guys. We need to run the ball and run it often. We need to run our own screen plays. But as far as the pass is concerned, it is a dead fish in the Raider Nation. It ain't going to happen. Walter has not been able to connect and get us to the promised land. We ever get, you know, we got to work on the red zone. I mean, shit, it's the last game of the season. What am I going to tell you? But like I said before, it doesn't matter whether we win or you lose, we're going to get the second pick in the draft. I hope we have enough money to pay the player that we get. I don't know what the Raiders are going to do, trade down, trade up. It's always a mystery. No one ever knows. It's a guess. But if we want to win this game, we have to run the ball effectively and efficiently and get into the end zone. It would be great to see us beat the Jets. Don't hold your breath. I'd love to see it happen. The Jets are coming to play. They're playing in their house. They're playing in their house. The Raiders are traveling all the way across the country. Don't hold your breath for this one. But Jacksonville, I'll tell you this, power ran the ball on these guys, and their defense is pretty stout. Jacksonville beat the Jets 41 to nothing, 41 to nothing, and they did this with power running. That's why I'm saying we need to power run the ball if we want to have victory. But victory defeat matters not. We got the second pick in the draft. We got to look forward to that, and we got to move on from this painful 06 season. It has been a debacle. Okay, that's about all for that. And let's go to the Raiders comments forum section. All aboard! <laughs> I, 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 Got a whole lot of comments here in the comment form section. I'm going to try to get them as best as I possibly can. Let's go here to New York Tommy Raider. Merry Christmas. He says, all he wants for Christmas is a win tonight. That's what he's talking about, the Chiefs game. (laughs) Forget about it. He says, Chris, you're a funny guy. Hey, everyone, Chris sent me this video of him tailgating at the Oregon beatdown. Check out the link below. Uh, If you go to RaiderNationPodcast.com, go to Raiders Podcast, uh, Raider Nation Podcast Forums, comment section, and look for post 808, and you'll see Raider Tommy there. He has this elf thing. It's pretty freaking funny um randy did that too if you click on the the uh merry christmas thing you'll see my uh, little elf thing on there that's pretty funny too randy did a great job okay this is a guy from chi town chi town raider troll this is the first one for him that welcome to the raider nation podcast forum chi town raider look to the future he says wow it hurts me to be a member of the raider nation in chicago 
I watched the Bears squeak out lucky wins at the end of their games and see the Raiders let wins slip away. As a Chi-Town native, I say Shoop has to go. Yeah, that's the one that got that website, firejohnshoop.com. It's brutal. I say Shell needs to stop uh, tarnishing his silver and black heart and go quietly into the night. That's what I say too, brother. I seen bring back Chucky, do whatever it has to be done to bring the evil troll doll back to the black hole. I believe so too. Uh, I like that guy. I like his heart. I like his spirit. And he's welcome here in Oakland. That's for damn sure. On a brighter note, some of uh, next year's home field opponents have been named. Not all of those taking a pilgrimage to the Bay Area from the Windy City will be there to cheer on the Bears. Well, the Bears are coming to Oakland, and that's for sure. I hope you come down here, Chi-Town Raider troll. Get on down here to the Raider Nation podcast tailgate. We'd love to see you. Awesome. Thanks for the post. Thanks for being a new Raider Nation podcast listener. East Coast Raider, shitty offense. It's real simple. Andrew Walter is a moron. Draft Troy Smith. Well, you know what? Andrew, you know, they say give the kid a chance. I don't know. Can I don't know. I don't know. I think draft Troy Smith is a good idea. Keep Walter. Uh, keep Brooks. Draft Troy Smith. Two he has to go. We'll be set. I have to agree. Depends on the money, though. Tokai, Japan Outpost, Robert Moorhead comes in. Chucky! Chucky! KSFO broadcaster are as bad as the team is when they're covering. Yeah, KSFO hurts, really hurts uh, Robert Moorhead because he's out there at the end of the line, and they jack up the shows, the games, all the time. So he goes on to say, he missed the fumble. He missed the fumble. He missed an interception. He missed an interception. So, so you didn't miss much, Robert. I'm telling you, it was a crappy game. It was sucky. I hate to see it. So let's hope Chucky's team chokes, he says, in Tampa Bay the rest of the year so that Chucky and Allen come back to Oakland. Hey, man, that's what I've been talking about. Let Shell take off some office job, cushy job up there. That's what I say, too, brother. And Gannon as offensive coordinator. Maybe, perhaps, of course, that would be a different way to go. We'll be talking about the West Coast then. Uh, look at him. He's going Tim Brown as wide receiver coach. Mob Ryan stays on the defense. I say for sure we got to keep him. And Davis better not let Mob Ryan slip away because that's going to be brutal. Um because he sells tickets. It's the only thing that does in the Raider Nation these days. We need the Grudenier to come back. Uh, anyways, he goes on to say, Shell wasn't consistent enough in the first time around, and White and Bugle, Callahan, Turner, Shell, Turnstile has been a joke. Yeah, you know, you can put Shell's name right in there with the other guys that have lost uh, seasons for the Oakland Raiders, and I think he should go in the same direction out the door or a cushy job. Maybe the NFL should have two leagues, like soccer leagues. No division wins in two years. What a joke. Time to start chanting, Chucky, Chucky, Chucky. I say, Chucky. I say the same thing because uh, Chucky's got to come back, I think. It would be a great thing to happen. I think the Raider Nation would be elated if Chucky came back. I mean, it would be a great move by Al if he did it. No division wins in two years freaking years i hate seeing that robert robert moorhead comes in again and he says uh happy holidays he wishes everyone a very merry christmas uh even art 
<laughs> looking for a number one pick. Go Lions. Oh, we're going to get the number two pick, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> he goes, uh, now that I've ended my frustrations and my earlier post, let me wish all in the Raider Nation a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Killer Kwanzaa, and a prosperous New Year wherever you celebrate or whatever you celebrate. Do it in silver and black. Amen, brother. Thank you, Robert. You're the bomb. Uh, the the Cuba gangsta comes in. Ah, damn turnovers. Walter sucks. He goes on about the pocket presence, which he has none of. He can't get away from anybody. As soon as someone's two feet from Walter, he's down in a sack and a fumble and a turnover. Uh, it's brutal. He says to promote Rob Ryan to head coach next year. Because uh, he's got the fire as a head coach, and he's a Raider. I agree that he's got the fire, but I don't know if I want to mess up that defensive thing because I don't think that Rob Ryan is an offensive mind. I think if Rob Ryan had the, the team and Al Davis gave him the power to hire a good offensive coordinator, it could work. But right now, man, I wouldn't want to mess up the mojo that Rob Ryan's got going on. Colorado Chris, Tommy, I'll give you that one. Took you long enough. Happy holidays, Tommy, and give my love to your sister. You are such you are such a dog, man. That's gold. Got some NYC Jet fans coming out for the holiday. Once Denver can take flights. That's of course they were snowed in. So we'll be sitting here watching the Raiders Jets. Draft Smith or Quinn. Forget Quinn. He's a loser, man. He's a Rick Meyer. Forget it. And keep Brooks as the backup. We need some Horses up front, that's for sure. Tommy, is your mother available? You are brutal, man. Peace. Also, Greg, let's talk about your traveling next year. Let's pick up a game. Meet up. Do it right in an opposing field. I agree. I'm looking at Jacksonville or Miami. That's what I'm thinking. Randy might not be thinking that, but I'm looking at Jacksonville and Miami. Nice little vacation down in the south, somewhere where it's nice and warm. Should be nice. Well, check it out, Chris. We'll let you know. Randy, Merry Christmas, Raider Nation, Raider Nation, Raider Nation podcast, Christmas wish from Raider Greg and family. Go to this webpage and see the greeting. It's inspired by New York Tommy. You know what? We got to get a win for Tommy, the New York Raider, man. I know I'm not sounding too positive about the game, but I'd love to see the Raiders punk the Jets for Tommy's buddy, Tommy, if you get that. Just look at the Raider Nation video cast. You'll get that one. Um, it'd be great to see. I'd love Tommy to be able to walk out of the Jets stadium, the hollowed ground. Um, and with a proud smile and a big smile and his jersey and his Bo Jackson jersey and be awesome. It'd be awesome to see. I'm glad. Get them pictures, Tommy. I'm telling you right now, I want to put them up, especially if we're victorious. It'd be something to see. Dave Chapman, Merry Christmas. He said he stayed up and watched the game last night, and it looked good from where I was sitting. Mind you, I was very drunk. <laughs> Wishing you all a Merry Merry Christmas. Randy, thanks for the DVD and CD. Uh, you are a genius. That's for sure. He is a genius. Randy, you're a genius. Uh, Greg, keep up your passion on the podcast, no matter how bad the team get, and give our love to your wonderful Charmaniac, and the rest of the family. Thank you so much, Dave Chapman. To anyone else I have missed, sorry, but have a Merry Christmas, and we'll be we'll be over from the U.K. again next season. We look forward to it, Dave, man. 
Dave, Keith, Richard, we love you guys, man. You are the bomb. You are true, awesome Raider fans, and you're you're good people, man. You're just good people. We look forward to seeing you. Raider Frank, another great person and a great Raider fan. Merry Christmas, he says. Greg, Randy, to both of you and your families, I wish you a Merry Christmas, as we do to you. To all the Raider fans out there, we might we might not have a good season, but we still have the spirit of a Raider. The Coliseum last night was still rocking. Let's hope Santa brings us something good for next year. Go Raiders. Merry Christmas, Raider Frank. Thank you, Raider Frank. We look forward to seeing you next year because we will be back in the same locale with the same attitude and be ready to have it happen. Goes to post. Merry Christmas. A Merry Christmas to everyone in the Raider Nation. We will be back. I agree. A dingo ate my baby. Uh, from the Black Hole Sun, uh, the blog, awesome blog. I love your blog too, brother. Let me tell you. Happy holidays. I hope that everyone had a great Christmas. The short and sweet podcast was very nice, Greg. Thanks for the season's greetings. That's me, man. That's what I'm talking about. As for our beloved Raiders, we look to be cursed. With a number two pick this year, I don't think we're going to be cursed. You know, I don't think number two makes a big difference from number one. It might, you know, it depends on the player. This particular draft is nothing, no big fireworks out there I can see, man. It's nothing like last year's draft where I wish we would have had a much better pick, but we didn't. Um, And he's talking about losing freaking Randy Moss. I hope we do. hope we lose Moss and Porter. Keep the fake. Next year can pull it around. With the right offensive coordinator and GM. That's what I've been talking about. Well, Raider Nation, that's about it. I hate to spew all the poison, but I got to tell you, it's got to be coming out because it's pretty much time to heal it up after this next game. If you got the Jets coming up, I hope we beat them for you, Tommy. That's a fact, Jack. Well, until after then, we can start our long haul through the summer. We'll have news, we'll have views, we'll have things going on. There's always something going on. I looked through the archives of the Raider Nation podcast to find out how was last season, what happened, how do we keep the podcast going and exciting. Well, guess what? There is something going on every freaking week in the NFL. You just have to look to find it, and you can look right here at the Raider Nation podcast for your Raider news. We will continue to work it out for y'all. Well, without further ado, I am Raider Greg, and I am out. Where do we go? Where do we go? Where do we go?